Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Way Weight Loss. Hi, Leash. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. So I just posted on my um, Instagram that if I was the only one that was in a deep, dark depression because Sobe seems to no longer carry Coffee Mate. And then I thought it was just my shitty at Sobe's. Everyone's saying like it's everywhere. I'm actually getting um, used to the internet as international cream <laughs> international delight i think mm, delight mm. i used to really not like it now i'm getting used to it whatever you do adjust your it shows it goes to show you how your taste buds can totally adjust to whatever okay you know what's a fun new fun fact about josie i no longer put i mean i don't drink water but like if i when i do drink water i no longer put um goo in it Okay, so what she means, the squirty flavor <laughs> stuff. Tell us why. Um, since Tim Hortons. Okay. So uh, there's something about when we were doing Tim Hortons, the taste, the mix of the, like, it's like I just needed water when we were doing Tim Hortons, like just okay. regular water, maybe because there's a lot of salt. So I didn't need the goo. The goo did not taste good with the with the Tim Hortons food. Absolutely I don't know why. not. No, that's that. No, no. You see what I mean? Well, yes, because I'm like that all the time. I don't. I mean, you must know this about me. It's so important to pair your beverage with what you're eating. Like, so, there's so that's important. why we need red wine, white wine, sparkling beer. Port. <laughs> I will never forget port. I don't know what port is. Should I try port one day? No, you would hate it. Do you know what? Actually, I looked at the menu for Bicycle Thief for this weekend. Or the weekend would have passed by now for this. Of course. Of course. But, um, and they had, I like to have dessert. I like to have dessert drink and they had port. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll get port. Absolutely. You will get port. I always get the same thing when I go to Bicycle Thief. Oh, what do you get? It's one of those salads. It's one of the salads. And then I, it, it doesn't have lettuce. And I just ask them to add lettuce. It's like a tomato. Obviously it's my, you know, my typical tomato and, and, and mozza cheese uh, salad. I really, really like it. Plus, so plus I'm trying to not be in a million calorie surplus. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm planning a little bit how I want to behave this weekend. I like that. I love that the way that I love the language you're using with it. You're not like, it's not like, oh, going to give her all weekend. It's not like, oh, I have to eat salad. It's like, I am going to try not to be in a million calorie surplus. Yeah, absolutely. To think that I wouldn't be in a calorie surplus is not uh, proper. It's not the right expectations um, because I, I also want to eat while I'm there. Like, as it, okay, this is where people are. I did a live where I said my life has been extra fun these past two months. And so that often includes being in a calorie surplus. What I mean by that is because when you go on vacation, when you, when you go out to eat a lot and whatever, your chances of being in a calorie surplus are way higher than when your lifestyle is a little bit more calm. Let's just go calm, not boring, calm. <laughs> um, I do feel like some weeks are more calorie friendly, uh, calorie deficit friendly. Some weeks are more, uh, harder to create a calorie deficit and to not have that conversation and to think, well, everything's your choice is not the proper conversation to have. I do think that once you're in the calorie deficit friendlier lifestyle, that's when you choose your range. That's what I think really makes that difference because I understand that when you're on vacation, you can choose whatever lifestyle and you could be in a calorie deficit if you wanted. But I do think that there are life experiences that you do want 
that you don't have to be in thousands of calories of surplus, um, but you will probably most likely be in a calorie surplus because it is so easy to be in a calorie surplus in the life that we live. So just being honest with that. And like, clearly this weekend, I will be in a surplus. Clearly when I get on the scale on Tuesday, it's going to be up. I just feel like I have control on how much that needs to be. So smart. Mm. So besides a salad, is there, has there been any other plans or thoughts on how to achieve that? Oh, no. And that salad is most likely a million calories. Not going to lie. It has amazing sauce. It's full of avocado. Okay. Um, it's full of cheese. It has croutons. Like, I mean, it's the yummiest thing ever. I just feel like it's the it's a good because pl the plates there are there. They have gnocchis. They are insane. They are so good. Um but just knowing the creamy sauce and the pasta and whatever, like you're going into like that dish is probably over 2000 calories. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I, and I also don't want to go to bicycle thief and have a green salad with Catalina dressing. Like that's not what I want either. So that's where I make that decision where I want to have a really yummy supper um, and feel not feel also like really bleh. and yeah. pasta does that cream cream. That's all. We all know how my body reacts to cream. <laughs> Um, other than that, not eating mindlessly, not eating just because I'm there is really important to me. Yes. Um, I mean. yeah, not just like, oh, well I'm in front of Cinnabon and I want, like, if you're going because you want Sorry. Cinnabon, 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 it's B-O-N could be bon. It's not B-U-N. Cinnabon, but it's cinnamon buns. It's cinnamon buns, but it's B-O-N. So you never know. Um, um Cinnabon or Cinnabon is delicious. See, it's not my thing. Very interesting. I'm not into cinnamon. We all know how I feel about cinnamon. Um, I'm more into like uh, creating an, uh, just a reason to have ice cream, you know? I think, oh. no I think gnocchi is potato. It is potato. Yeah, yeah. Not pasta. It looks like pasta, but it is yeah. potato. Yeah. It is potato. You are right. Um, so I mean, same, same, same. Um, okay. Well, I want to move my body. It. I want to move my body. And I know yeah. that you'll want to do that as well. So I'm hoping Absolutely. we'll do that together. Just walking. You know what? The weather's so nice over here and not as nice there. It's like 30 degrees over here and it's only 17 over there. It'll be, it'll be, it's always colder there. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, we're not going there for weather. You know what I mean? We are not going there for weather. Um, so yeah, it's still nice enough. It's not raining so we can walk. I have epic outfits yeah. planned in my head. It's going to be a good time in your head. Yeah. I'm going to wear that, um, not a seventies, um, jumpsuit that I got from Sheen with like really, really bell bottom and Gucci belt, put on my, um, my ponytail, crimp it. Is, just, is the, uh, jumpsuit black? No, it's, um, it has a pattern. Okay. I've never worn it just like that. I've worn it with a, um, which I will have to wear a white turtleneck underneath. It's like a really cool style. It's like okay. different. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. Okay. So I thought that could be cool to wear. I wish I didn't have to wear, maybe I won't wear a turtleneck and I'll just put like a nice coat, like a, like a, uh, leather coat. I have tons of coats. Let's be real. Yeah, coats, the whole like being warm thing often ruins the vibe of those. Yeah, yeah. But this this is going to go with it. It's going to be fine. 
Okay. That I wanted to make sure that that is a thing that the coat that I wear, cause I, we're going to have to wear a coat. It's not that hot. So I'm like, okay, the coat goes with this outfit, maybe like okay. a leather. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. How did we get on this topic? We were, what were we, what were we discussing? Calorie deficit. Calories. It, it was calories eating out. I felt like there was another know. piece to this that was to be discussed. Oh, there was like a topic. What was our topic today? Our topic is about not waiting for your medal. Right. Let's go to that since we forgot. People are like yelling right now what we were talking about, but we just like went off track. Maybe we're really on track. This is the track we should be on, everyone. Maybe it's the first time we're on track on a podcast. And uh, <laughs> okay, so waiting for your medal in the mail. I, 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 there was, I don't know where you were on the internet, but you were talking about it. And I don't know if it was talking about not eating processed food or it was something, but it was hilarious. That's and what it was. It, it's just such an important thing for you guys to be not waiting for your medal for a few reasons. I think number one, if you're waiting for your medal, I don't truly believe you're doing a choice that is aligning with your actual values and happiness. I was going to say the exact same thing. I a thousand percent agree with what Alicia just said. I think if you're waiting for a medal for doing something, it doesn't really go 1 million percent with your, with your values. Like I literally would wait for a medal if I bake muffins with my children. Exactly. And I don't need a medal when I do that because I'm reinforced. I don't need a medal to reinforce me. I am reinforced by just the act of doing it and watching my children eat mini muffins. Absolutely. And so I think that's, I think we need to not look into behaviors that we're, we're doing. It's like, it's almost the aftermath. So I think that sometimes we blame a certain, we, we blame a certain action or we, give it so much power. Um, but then at the end of the day, the answer is really hiding in how you behave after like, there's like, tr not triggers, but like, there's like warning signs after, um, about like, okay, well, if you're expecting that, or if you're, if your expectations are so high from a behavior that you've had, there's something to look into though. And I see people doing this when they switch the way that they're eating a lot of it to, uh, nutrient dense or plant based. And this is one of those things. Okay. Just like the last podcast we talked about with your mom, where she said, I want to lose weight. I may be, how many calories should I consume? Some people go, Oh, I lose weight. I should eat only clean food that sometimes that that's the next, that that's the logical step for people. And they're waiting for their metal, AKA they're waiting for their scale to melt and it's not coming. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to weight loss, you are trying to create, so you're, you're at a certain place and you're like, I'd like to lose weight now. Basically, you're trying to create a lifestyle that puts you in a calorie deficit. Um, you're trying to make sure that that lifestyle brings you joy and happiness, that how you're showing up is actually how you want to show up. I truly believe that that part of showing up as you want to show up and doing it your way is very foreign to a lot of people like that, like approach is very different. Usually we're being told how to act to be able to lose the weight. And we are definitely waiting for a medal. <laughs> like I need a medal because I did all this shit for you. Um, and I better lose weight. And that's where that's, that's damaging or that's, um, not damaging, but it's scary. It puts you in a, in a very not good place because 
please let us remind you that no action ensures weight loss. No matter what you do, you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. So it doesn't, there's no like, I do, if I do this action, if I go plant-based, if I do CrossFit, if I, whatever, if I do a spin class with Josie, I should get weight loss. You need to be in a calorie deficit. And that knowledge or that language, I'm going to say language, because I think people know calorie deficit, but it's using that language over and over and over. That's really going to change how people behave and how they approach weight loss. How many people told me like, well, yeah, you could, you're, you're fine eating a donut because of the exercise you do. I I'm like, I'm still not over that. I'm still frustrated by that conversation. Yeah, that's very frustrating to us because it's like, what cost you cost you like we used to move our bodies the exact same way prior to eating 67 donuts and we were not losing weight. So like, don't blame the, the oh, you can do that because you're, you exercise a lot. Like, no, I, while eating my 67 donuts, I created a calorie deficit. Like, why is that? So why are we fighting it? That is like a that being- the best news ever. Isn't it the best news ever? Like we've had people say to us, like your Tim Hortons diet doesn't work because I also ate uh, donuts every day and didn't lose weight. Like, Vremalo? like we didn't lose weight because we ate donuts. We didn't lose weight because we ate Tim Hortons. You didn't lose weight because you ate broccoli. You didn't lose weight because you went to CrossFit. You lost weight because your lifestyle that week put you in a calorie deficit. Done. We lost weight because we were in a calorie deficit, not because it was Tim Hortons. Wouldn't that be ridiculous that we would say like Tim Hortons menu magic just makes you lose weight. Come on, you guys, you got this. Imagine if we would have done this experiment with a more traditional diet food item. With a more traditional way to create a calorie deficit. Perfect. Imagine how many people would have jumped on that bandwagon and saw magic. This was part of the reason why we did it this way, guys, because clearly people are like, well, there's no magic in donuts. Like your donut is not a weight loss food. But if we would have done this exact same experiment with, let's say, plant-based, only whole foods or whatever, people would have then connected, okay, weight loss, magic with that thing, bam. Yeah. Also, I need to say one one thing because, you know, not that we're letting haters get to us, but I did see something posted on the internet about, but if you ate a donut a day, you could lose weight, but your health would suffer. I saw that on the internet and I need to address it. Um, feel like it was directed at us. Mm. Um, we never said you should do this to lose weight. We never said that. This is not a weight loss plan. The purpose of the documentary is to create a better, to help people create a better relationship with food so that they can consume a donut without guilt and shame. Another thing I'm, I'm curious, do you think you could eat one donut a day? This person's argument was that it would affect your health long term. Do you believe you could eat one donut a day amongst other things and be a healthy human? Oh, she ten much was that? Yeah, obviously my answer is yes. Also, I'm like, who are you? This unicorn person that doesn't eat something that is very much nutritional fact, same as a friggin' donut. Like, yeah. who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Like, chances are, it's like, wow, you've really created that that bad relationship with donut. I'm huh? really not liking it. Huh? like, 
wow, so traumatic, so next level, so not reasonable way of thinking. Like, what is in your donut that you're eating that you think is that bad? Like, it's literally dough and, and it's it has macros, it, like everything else that you're eating at your home. Like, why are you labeling it and stigmatizing it as this thing? If you do that every day, that is bad long term. And do you know what? A person, but that person maybe eats a protein bar every single day. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, who are we to judge? Like, what is or is not healthy and what, like, most people are not maybe 0.01% of the people in the population are in every single day of their life consuming only foods that's fallen from the tree. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Mapa. And also I'm sorry, health is very complex and it is very encompassing to many things. And if I end up not healthy when I'm 60, it's not because I ate a donut a day. There are many things that happened uh, that would play a role in my health long-term what an interesting statement. And let's even down go even more specific and go physical health. Let's like take all the pieces off. Physical health. Mm. I really strongly believe that mm. a person could eat one donut a day amongst other things and be physically very healthy long. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what, actually, I'm going to talk about elderly people. I don't know if you have this in your life, but grandmas. Okay. The culture back in the day, there was dessert. It was homemade dessert, but there was dessert. And probably most people like our grandparents age would eat a dessert every single night that it would have a similar nutritional breakdown than a donut, butter, sugar, flour. And most of them maintained a very healthy weight. It's all this other stuff that's come in the past 80 years that are complicating things. But though they were working outside, they were physically active, you know, the portions of what they were consuming. Like we need yeah. to like open our eyes. Yeah. I had something good that I like completely lost. Shit. Anyway, if you still don't know the intention of our documentary, please watch the documentary. <laughs> the yeah. You know what I mean? Please, I think after watching the documentary, I think you would realize our intentions are not to tell you to eat a donut a day, not telling you the donuts are healthy. You'll know our intentions after you watch it. I just, okay, I got it. Don't you find that right now the culture on social media is to make people fear food? Like, as in like these videos on like aspartame and processed foods, and this is poison for your children. Like right now, the culture is very, be fearful. They're trying to put fear in people's mind to make them change their behaviors. It's not working. It's not working. It hasn't been working since Super Size Me. He was trying to put fear in people's mind about eating out and overeating and feeling like shit. We're 18 years later and obesity is worse than it was. Fear also, we, we have a really high rate of eating disorders because of the fear that we are putting in people's mind about food. Like we're at your weight loss, bringing the conversation that let's stop the fear. Let's stop the shame. Let's like, what is happening? I truly believe that that has more impact on people's lives than creating fear, creating a TikTok on like fearing diet Coke and creating shit to say like, look at these, uh, don't put this in, like, don't feed this to your children. Like 
you're not helping anyone by creating that content. Like for me, I just feel like the proof is there. Like nothing has happened in society where like we're, we're heading towards the proper direction right now by installing fear in people's lives. And and what happens most of the time is people still consume those things. They still feed their children those things. And then they just feel bad about it. Shitty about it. Guilt and shitty about it. It's not stopping people's behavior. In order to stop someone's behavior like that, it has to be within. The only people that are going to stop consuming anything processed are long-term are people that it's truly a part of their value system. Yes, but I also think, yes, absolutely. Um, but I also think like by in, by installing fear into people about processed food is not, if, if your intentions are to help people be healthier, it's not like, it's not happening. Like it's as in the people that are listening are just going to keep eating it secretly, then feel like shit about it. And it's creating that cycle that like, we're not stopping as time passes. And as generations keep growing up, it's not getting better. Um, and I truly believe that if you want to change your behavior of processed foods, having a better relationship with it is actually going to be the answer to eating less processed foods. 100%. It has never been more clear to me that our purpose on this earth is to help people have a better relationship with food. And perhaps the people that really don't understand where we're coming from are people that maybe have never experienced the shame spiral of eating one donut and then eating five more. You know, they they don't even realize the depth of the trauma and actions that can result from the thoughts around food. This actually ties in so well with our title of no metal is weight yeah. is, is coming because I truly believe that we're creating a society that's hiding what they're doing because of the guilt behind what they're doing. And I know that our purpose is to create a better relationship with food, but honestly, deep, deep down, our purpose on this earth is to help mostly women have a better relationship with who they friggin' are. And like who, what, what they, how they want to show up and to not hide and to just feed their kids, whatever they want to feed them. And to recognize that that space and that conversation is, is, is not being, um, talked enough about, I find like, I'm like, why are we like, even when I was being, um, because no metal is coming, no metal is coming for you, mom. If you make muffins though, it needs to be who you really want to be. And if that's not who you want to be, don't feel shame in that. Cause, cause you're living a fake life and that's not a full life. Like we have one life, you guys. So I think that if we do something on this earth is also our purpose is to, to create a better relationship with you. You deserve to choose you and to create a better relationship with you. No metal is coming. Yeah. Choose you. No metal is coming for doing something that society thinks you should be doing. Bam. Just like bam, right there. No metal is coming from these Things that as a society we have put on this like pedestal, there's no metal coming. So you you know when you know when you do get a medal, it's like when you start showing up genuinely as who you want to be in this world without worrying about what people are thinking of you. If you start to try and rise up to everyone else's standards, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be cranky. You are not going to be happy. 
And I think that we're li- we live in a society where we are so used to being told what we should be doing, like how you should feed your yes. children, what time they should go to bed, yep. well, how wh- how many times you should sleep with your husband. It's there's this thing that it's like, what should I do? So the minute they join a weight loss program, it's like, okay, now tell me how I should lose weight. And I'm trying to change. We're trying to oh, really, what I'm trying to do in this world is to change the culture of how we freaking live life. Like in my mind, I'm just trying to really put into people's percep- perception of, I will never tell you what to do. Like, I, I, that's not my job. It's not your neighbor's job. It's not your husband's job. And, and stop looking for people to tell you how you should lose weight and what you should like, stop doing that. And so it's my, through your weight loss, it's like almost my way to, to, to be able to change the world in, in terms of their weight loss journey. But honestly, in terms of everything, like, I, I just like never want to tell someone how they should do things. And it's so put in our culture that when people question me, like this journalist, she was so sweet, but she was like, well, is there a point where you tell them like, you know, she says, I know it's calorie deficit, but it's not really healthy to only eat Oreos to lose weight. Is there a point where you tell them that they should eat more vegetables and fruits and they should he- eat more whole grains? And I'm like, why do you think they should do that? Because you were told that that's what you should do at one point. And I said, they need to tell themselves that. That is not my job to tell them that they should eat more fruits and vegetables. It's no one's job. You need to figure that out. Then she ordered an ice cap. She's like, probably shouldn't eat an ice cap. I'm like, girl, you don't know me. I could not care less what you order. Like, you you, you do you like your life. Like, that's not. But we're so used to people watching. And I'm like. I can't change everyone's way of living their life. But if I cannot be that person and just like ver- verbalize in that moment, like put up a moi carry, order whatever you want right now. Like I, I don't, I, I, I'm not the boss of what you should be doing. No, no one should be. And that's why I will never tell people what to eat and how, what they should, like how many vegetables and should be more plant-based. Absolutely. You, you need to figure that out. And I'll say it again. I've said it before. I could tell you exactly how many servings of vegetables you should eat you're not gonna do it like (laughs) you won't be consistent with it even with people that have like diabetes and there's things that they are supposed to do for their health they still how many people when they go in to speak to their doctor they like lie to their doctor they like I've had people in my life who are diabetic and they like know their doctor's appointment is he is here. So they like mess with their stuff. And then as they get closer, they like play around with it to like get just to appease their doctor. Like it just shows you the human behavior. It's not about what you should do for weight loss, for health, whatever. It has to be you. You have to choose this. You have to create your way. Yeah. You know, the metal every day that we get is literally I get to wake up every day and be Josie. I get to every day just be myself and say the things I want to say and live the way I want to live and eat what I want to eat and feed my children as I want to feed them without any should other than my own. That's the metal. That's the life. No, the metal is happiness. Yeah. I truly believe that when you start showing up in the world more genuinely as who you truly are without worrying about what people are thinking about, that you start to feel true happiness on a very normal, regular day. 
Yeah, exactly. So that it's not, you're not thinking about what, you know, it's, it's, it's something, it's a process, but you really need to recognize that you are doing things that you think you should. And how uh, an easy way to recognize that is because you're waiting for a medal. So if you're waiting for a medal, uh, you, you, the only time I wait for a medal is when I'm super funny and I'm like, there should be a medal for this amazing live I just did or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, I went out of my way here. But other than that, there's no medal for how I am a wife or how I whatever, because I am a wife as I want to be a wife and I am a mom as I want to be a mom. And I'm not doing things because I think I should. My kids are not in soccer this summer. <laughs> oh, okay. No medal is coming if your kids are in soccer, everyone. I just want you to know. So if you are like me and your kids are just looking at the flowers and you're like, geez, oh, I'm here and it's 32 degrees. I could be home. You be home. You be happy at your home. No medal is coming because your kids are in soccer. But if you're like, oh, I just love and it makes me feel so happy when I see their little hearts playing soccer, then you go for it. And you do your thing. And you do not judge me for not putting them. And I am not judging you for doing your thing. I could not care less. Just bring your bug spray. Yeah. Have fun, huh? <laughs> okay everyone this was fun um so fun. so fun so happy monday hopefully you're having a great day and we'll see you soon thank you so much bye